0: Hi there. Welcome to the Thought Mix and Bowl podcast. I'm your host, Matt Hanna. Every episode, I have a different question for you to think and ponder on. And these questions usually come from a curious and creative guest. And the questions are something that the presenter should find fascinating or important, and something that they think most people aren't thinking or talking about, and lies somewhere at the intersection of art and life. So this episode, Jeff Hyde comes on and shares a question with us. So I'll let him introduce himself and then we'll get into a conversation around his question.
1: My name is Jeff Hyde. I'm 29 years old. I'm a producer at a company called The Creative Path. The Creative Path is a video production company that I co-founded with a longtime friend, Pat Howley, and he is our creative director and uh, director of photography on video shoots. So We both had been working in different agencies, uh, in the Boston area and we both left our respective agencies and kind of one thing led to another. And Pat was freelancing doing, you know, the freelance video thing for himself and he needed help managing a big project. So that's where I came in. And one thing led to another. We founded an LLC in Massachusetts and established our business. We worked from home for a while, but now we work out of the studio space in union square, And it's just the two of us full time, but we hire contractors on like a per project basis as needed, whether that's different camera operators for shoots, um, production assistants on shoots or animators or editors to help us in post production. We do all different types of video production. Uh, We shot our first TV commercials within the past year, which was exciting. We do a lot of online promotional content. We'll do corporate videos, internal videos, uh, basically anything except wedding videos. Don't do wedding videos. Um,
0: you, you have your lines, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's more of, of Pat's line than mine. Um, but uh, there's a lot of video opportunity out there. I think a lot of companies are gravitating towards video as a marketing medium. And so it's exciting to work somewhere where we have ideas clients have ideas they come to us you know the creative process is very mutual between us presenting what we think and you know clients presenting what they think or or what they want so it's it's fun Um, no two days are alike my job responsibilities range from sales to business development to invoicing to client management to producing pre-production, producing on-site, and everything in between. So I wear many different hats, but I like doing that. You know, I also like pitching in on on the creative process and, and concepting with, with Pat as well.
0: Yeah, cool. So it sounds like you're living the creative entrepreneur startup life then, <laughs> for sure.
1: Yeah, I don't—the word startup to me uh, is— kind of strange i don't know if we're a startup i mean i just i i I refer to ourselves as a small business Uh um
0: yeah i know that i know certain terms have different meanings for different people so whatever you want to call that small creative business startup small business yeah
1: when i just when i hear the word startup you know i think of company that's looking for investment or something like that and that just never really appealed to me Mm -hmm. um not only giving away equity in your company but I don't understand why you would want to make a company that isn't profitable from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that's not possible in, in all industries or verticals, but, you know, and we're a, we're a service-based provider company. So, yeah, I, <laughs> small small business. Yeah,
0: gotcha. Cool. So the premise of this podcast is that creative people come on with a question that's been on their mind recently that they think is important or fascinating and that they think most people are thinking or talking about. Yeah, I'm curious what question has been bouncing around your mind.
1: Yeah, so my question is one that we struggle with as you a know, small creative business and one that we know other businesses that we work near and with struggle with, and that's basically how and when do you scale or grow and how and when do you hire people to bring on to help you scale and grow? So as with any question like this, I don't think there's a – black and white answer I think you know there's it just is it's a discussion and it's a gray area so do you want me to go first Matt or do you want to take a jump in here
0: well I'm you can go at it I'm curious like why it's been on your mind obviously you're trying to grow but you know like why specifically has this been bouncing around for you
1: yeah so so as I mentioned the company is our company is just Pat and I full-time so just two of us full-time and we don't pay ourselves like a salary per se we kind of pay ourselves out on a per project basis so you know it could be very busy in the springtime a little bit slower in the summertime so needless to say we haven't brought on anyone else full-time rather we've used like the freelancer slash contractor model which has worked really well for us where we can employ you know different usually freelancers who are great at what they do, like very highly skilled animators or, you know, visual designers, people like that. So that's great. But that also presents its own set of challenges, things like communication availability, uh, you know, not having someone in house working with you. So we were fortunate enough last fall to have a very talented animator and visual designer, in in studio working with us every day who worked on our projects as well as his projects but that person has gone on has moved moved into a different part of the country so I think you know we would love to have someone full-time it's always a matter of balancing you know financials and schedules and to be quite honest you're not sure when or how many projects are going to come down the pipeline. So that's, I guess, the number one factor in determining growth is amount of work taken on. Usually when we take on multiple projects or we're balancing multiple projects at a time, that's when our need is, is highest. And that's when we'll be working with anywhere from three to five different contractors at once to help us balance and meet, meet the needs for those projects. At times like that, I could often use a a producer, another producer to help me manage that. We need other editors to help, you know, edit and 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 turn out renders and and versions. But it's just it's it's always hard because you would love some, for someone to be there every day to help you with, but you know, when it's slow, you don't necessarily need that person and you know, do you need to promise them a salary and you know, we both pay for our own health insurance out of pocket. So, you know, we're not really offering benefits. So, you know, real-world stuff like that is hard. Right, right. To consider, um, and plus, I think a lot of people like to be flexible nowadays and make their own hours. And a lot of people do choose to go freelance, and they want to remain freelance, which I think is pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've talked for a while. So why don't why don't why don't I hear your thoughts on this?
0: Well, yeah, I think that's a it's a, definitely an interesting question, and specifically in your situation, I think it's a even more interesting question where. You're not at the beginning, you're kind of in these middle stages. And then the freelancer thing, I definitely think that is something that's, I think solutions around building freelance networks is gonna be something that pops up more and more. Because like you said, more people wanna have that flexibility of being a freelancer, but also people know the value of teams and collaboration as well. So I think there's gonna have to be some type of big innovation in the way like freelance networks work to help people grow while still keeping their own flexibility and freedom. So I'm not sure what that innovation is going to be, but I think that's where it seems like to be going right now.
1: Yeah, I I agree. I think some of our most successful projects have been ones that many sets of hands have touched. I can recall a, a, a project that we did recently that had a really, really tight deadline and we wouldn't have met that deadline if we didn't have like five of us working around the clock to meet that deadline. So we had myself, we had Pat as an editor, we had two animators we were working with and, uh, and another person to, to meet that deadline. And, and we did, and you know, everyone was, was really happy with it and it came out really well. And so that actually brings me to something else I wanted to talk about, which was the issue of quantity versus quality. So Up until this point, I've been framing it as a quantity issue, like how much business do you have? Can you hire people to do that? But another issue is quality. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we try to work with really talented people, whether that's on set or in post. And myself, especially, I'm pretty type A. uh, And I know Pat is, too. I think a lot of creatives or creative directors are type A in their own way with their own creative vision. So bringing other people into the fold changes that, not necessarily in a good or a bad way, it just changes the quality and the content of what you produce. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that there's another, another issue with scaling and growing and bringing other people on is your work is going to change. And that's, it's going to be different, um, which I think is usually a good thing uh, because people, we try to hire people who have skill sets that we don't have and do, th- do things really well that we don't do really well. But that being said, you're, you're letting go of a certain amount of control of the process. Which is always—I don't want to say nerve-wracking because, like, we're not talking life or death here. But uh, yeah. it's just—you know—it's just something you need to you need to get used to. But I think that's inevitable. You know, you, you just go from seeing projects that only you have worked on to seeing projects that, you know, ten people touch along the way. But, like I said, some of our most successful spots have had a lot of people, a lot of sets of hands touch them, uh, touch them along the way.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, that—that's definitely an interesting part of it because there are some people who aren't okay with even if it's people that they they trust like they don't like giving up that creative control over things and like you said I think that is an important part of growth so I think if you if you want to grow bigger you have to understand that you're going to need a team to do it and that's just Mm -hmm. that's just the reality of it like there's very few people who you know you know out there in the creative world as like a bigger person who does it just by themselves like that's not how Today's world works, <laughs> you know so finding so finding the right people, I think is what it comes down to ultimately. I mean, in so many parts of life, having the right relationships and the right connections, people you trust and that fit well with what you're trying to do. So how are you, I guess how do you try and find these people that you work with and they hire on? Are you going to like networking events or are you just like how do you find your freelancers that you do?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, like you said as with many things in life, it comes down to, uh, you know, who, you know, relationships, networking, it sounds cliche, but it's true. We both grew up in this area. Uh, Pat went to Emerson, which, you know, a lot of uh, creatives and people in our industry went to Emerson. So he knows people from, from school. Um, You know, I have friends in the area, you know, we both are, you know, relatively social people, whether going to different, I don't want to call them networking events, because that sounds kind of, you know, lame, but, you know, just going out and, showing face at whether that's an art art gallery opening or, you know, drinks and, you know, dinner talk or something, anything like that, you know, always having a business card in your wallet helps out. That actually reminds me, I need to put some more in my wallet. (laughs) Um, meeting people, you know, people are, are always interested when you say you work for yourself. And then I think what's almost as important as that is that people like working with you for example, we had that, we had an animator who was working in studio with us over the fall and, you know, we're super flexible. You know, I would never tell someone you need to come in here at, you know, nine o'clock and whatever. I mean, unless we have a deadline or something, but Mm -hmm. we're super flexible down to earth, laid back people, you know, we'll go, we'll go surfing sometimes in the morning and then, you know, work later at night if, if, if we feel like it. But Kyle had a really good time working with us in the studio and so you know he rec- he was an animator and so he has his own network You know, it's like a Venn diagram. Mm-hmm. We overlap with Kyle. Kyle has all these other Animators that he knows so he's recommended us to a couple other people who we've since worked with and I'm sure when Kyle reached out to them, he's like hey Jeff and Pat uh, Are good guys they need someone to work with because like I said so many pe- so many people are going freelance now that I think they, a lot of people, especially animators and like visual visual effects, motion graphic artists, they like, they have power to choose over who they want to work with. Yeah. Because a lot of companies are bidding for their, are almost bidding for their time and like they can turn down work, which is pretty powerful. So, like I said, I think there's kind of a, a recent trend that people, more people are going freelance and freelancers can have more power. That's certainly you know, on a case by case basis, but yeah. uh, like I said, you know, people like working with us and you know, you, you, you meet people and you, you maintain relationships.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what I was just going to say. Like what you said, maintain, like, I think that is something people overlook a lot is when they're talking about having their network, they think about building and growing their network, but I think the maintaining it sometimes gets overlooked and that is a vital part of it. I think so. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. maintaining. yeah,
1: whether, I mean it, it can be little things too. Like, you know, we'll, we'll have opportunities come across our, our desk or come across my inbox or even an article. I'll like, you know, I'll forward that to a camera operator who, you know, we worked with like six months ago, but it's just like, Oh, Hey dude, you know, check this out. Thought you might be interested in this. You know, how are you? How's it going? Uh, work on anything cool lately. And you know, we want, we might not have any work for them this month or even next month, but maybe two months down the road. Oh, hey, Justin, how's it going? You know, haven't talked to you in a little bit, but hey, we got this job coming up. Are you free? You know, email, text, shoot him a quick text, whatever. Right. It's good to stay in touch with people.
0: Yeah. And it's not like a purely selfish thing too. like, I need to stay in touch with him because, you know, I might need to use him. It's also just like, you'll have a a relationship with this person that's like, oh, you think you would like this? I'm going to share it with him. So it's not like you're just sitting there all the time being like, how can I, uh, maintain my <laughs> my network it's just like you're just going through life being friendly exactly with people. <laughs> and we'll send
1: we'll send we'll even send our people work that doesn't come from us you know so if like a company reaches out to us saying they need a you know a video a camera operator for something and either if we're not available or it's not you know in our wheelhouse we'll send it out to someone like no questions asked
0: right cool uh, anything else you want to bring up on that topic specifically
1: i mean i guess just kind of trying to to wrap everything up it's just it's something that i know so, you know, we work in video production, providing that, providing that service. But, you know, there's a, a girl right next to us and she makes bags for, uh, you know, retail stores and she's, you know, she has seasonal help. So I, I know it's just like an issue that other, that other people have. And there's no one answer for everyone. I think everyone kind of needs to feel it out, uh, for themselves and find their own, their own answer. And there's also no wrong, wrong answer. And if something doesn't work, you know, scratch it and try it again. It's not the end of the world.
0: Right. Yeah. I think the important thing is to think about it and do it with some intention rather than just letting things go as they go, you know, be sit sure. down and be like, what do I really want? What's really right for this situation? Or what do you think is right? And sure. Then go at it and reevaluate. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think, uh, I think that's, that's a good little tidy conversation for people to think on and, and talk about them. Uh, unless again, there was anything else you wanted to finish up with. I think that's a good tie.
1: No, I think, no, I, think I think that's, that's it for me. I, uh, I really enjoyed Enjoyed talking about it with you. It's, uh, it's always fun to th- kind of think out loud, you know, cause it's not like I think, I think about this and, and, you know, write a reflection paper on it, uh, every day. But as you talk, as you talk it out, you know, you say things that you might not have even realized you were thinking about. So it's, it's oh, always yeah. good.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the big purpose of this project is getting people to talk about things that's just stuck in their heads. Cause yeah, like you said, it's just completely different when you. Either, A, just talk about it out loud or bring it up with another person and just, yeah, it's interesting what can pop out of your mind sometimes. Like, oh, that was was sitting back there, but I didn't realize it. For sure. Yeah. Thanks for coming on and chatting. Is there any place that people can find more about you and your work if they want to get in contact?
1: Yep, absolutely. So our company, again, is called The Creative Path. Uh, you can check us out at the creative path, P A T H dot U S. So it's the path dot U S. Um, we actually just released a new reel for the year, which has some of our own, some of our most recent work in there. So go on there and, uh, and check out, check out our new reel.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Everyone go check that out and send him some thoughts. If you have any thoughts from this conversation and yeah, thanks again for taking the time and take care.
1: Yeah, thanks, Matt. And my, again, I'm I'm Jeff, and you know, email is jeff at thecreativepath.us. But uh, thanks, Matt. Really enjoyed it.
0: So I hope you enjoyed the conversation with Jeff, and hope that you'll think on that question yourself and share your thoughts with somebody. You can share your thoughts with Jeff where he mentioned. You can share your thoughts with me at thoughtmixingball.com. If you'd like to hear more of these questions and conversations you can head on over to the website, or you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud. And if you'd like to help support the project or join the community, you can head on over to thoughtmixingbull.com, and there you can find about supporting the project and these podcasts and the creatives that I help support. Or you can also join in the conversations off-air with other creators around these questions and other questions that are bouncing around yours and others' minds at the intersection of art and life and being a creative today. ThoughtMakesInBowl.com slash support is where to go if you're interested in checking out more info. So that's it. Until next time, take care and be awesome.